It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. A talk show that's real. This is The Brian Kilmeade Show. Do you believe they are chanting for Yemen where the Houthi rebels are? They're not even controlling the government, but they have the dominant power in Yemen. That is not Yemen. That is in New York. That is a woman named Nardine Kiswani, a.k.a. Nardine Moshan, who has been leading the protest and co-founded Students for Justice in Palestine. I thought to myself, who is she? Does she even want to be in America? What is her background? Why is she banned from going to Israel? Jeff Lax is a CUNY law professor at Kingsborough Community College and founder of SAFE. It's an acronym on campus which advocates for Zionist Jews discriminated against and excluding, uh, excluded on college campuses. Uh, Jeff joins us now. Jeff, welcome. Always great to be with you, Brian. Thanks for having me. So, Jeff, you're one of the few people maybe not surprised that this woman, Nerdine, was leading these chants against America and against Israel. Not surprised. This is the same woman who held a cigarette lighter up to a man, on a, a black man, by the way, on the subway, wearing an IDF sweatshirt and said, I want to burn you, and held the, the flame. It was in the, I think the New York Post covered it a couple of years ago and said, I want to set you on fire. I wasn't even a Jewish guy, just wearing an IDF sweatshirt. This is a woman who um, used language that was so harsh that a Jewish uh, passerby got beaten up at her rally about a year and a half ago, was hospitalized. This is someone who is a mentor to Fatima Muhammad, and they work together on all these things at CUNY Law. And this is also a woman who, at CUNY Law School, harassed and and just absolutely um, embarrassed and bullied a Jewish student to leave the law school. And, and she was courageous enough. Her name was Rafaela Guns, and you can Google her. She came out and told the story about how this group that was led by Nardine Kiswani bullied her out of the school. And she wasn't even, she was Jewish. She wasn't even so much of a Zionist Jew before she got there. They just hated her because she was more neutral on Israel. And she still got talks about how she got bullied and she left the school. And she's not a lawyer today because she went to, I think, social work school because she had to get out of there. And they kind of ruined her, her career. So who is she? She went, I understand, to CUNY. She's at the CUNY Law School. She graduated in 2022? She, uh, Yep, she graduated in 2022. She gave the commencement speech there and made some vile comments during that commencement speech, as, as probably wouldn't surprise you. Um, she's made, you know, she's made, you know, many river to the sea type genocidal comments, uh, while calling Israel a genocidal state. Um, and she's been going at it ever since. And, and this is, you know, CUNY law school is, I, I think has got to be the worst incubator of this type of hate in the entire country because they have actually the faculty of CUNY law school, Brian, I always blame the faculty. Students have the right to be idiots. I always say that. And you're supposed to learn when you're a student. I mean, you know, what I know now compared to what I knew as a student, it's incomparable. And I'm sure most people would agree. 
The faculty at CUNY have adopted BDS as their policy unanimously. So the students adopted it first, and listen, does that bother me? Yes. Do I think they're bad people? Yes. But again, they're students. But then the faculty took the same resolution, and they, and they adopted boycott, divestment, and sanctions, which is an anti-Semitic movement and happens to be illegal in the state of New York, and they adopted it as their policy. So when the faculty do that, they, are setting, they set the policy for, for the law school. What do you expect to happen? Of course you're going to graduate Nurdin Kiswani. Of course you're going to graduate Fatima Muhammad. Of course you're going to lead to this kind of a hate. So I want you to hear a little bit more from Nardine, Cut 37. This is in October 2021. We don't need tens of thousands of people to shut down and disrupt this city. And as long as Palestinians are facing genocide, as long as Palestinians are resisting colonization by any means necessary, we must do the same here in New York City. We have to up the stakes. Wow. So she, uh, this even was before October 7th. That's her belief. Now she's absolutely militant. Yeah, gen- Israel's committing genocide. So in, 1950, in, in 1948, Brian, there were 156,000 Arabs in Israel. Today, there are almost 2 million Arabs. So if Israel's committing genocide, they are the worst genocidal committers in the history of the world because the Palestinian population has exploded um, in Israel since 1948. And the opposite is true of, of Jews. You know that there are zero Jews, Jews Brian, in Syria? There were 40,000 in 1948. There are zero in Libya. There are seven Jews in Iraq. There were 150,000 Jews in Iraq in 1948. The only people who is having genocide and ethnic cleansing committed against them are the Jews. There's not a Jew in Gaza. Can you, do you think you can find a Jew in Gaza? It's like, where's Waldo? You're not going to find it. It's easier to find Waldo than a Jew in Gaza. So, so the whole thing, and we're talking to Jeff Lax to give us an idea of where these protests came from. They shut down Bell Parkway. And if people listening around the country don't know it, there's really only one way to get to JFK Airport, the busiest airport in the country. And they stopped 60 flights, basically. Flight attendants, pilots, people all coming off vacation. They just put, put all their trucks. She organized it, it seems, her organization did. And they just slowed it down to a to all-out stop. And does it surprise you yeah. she's able to put together this type of organization? No. And because they are not really anti-Semitic, they're anti-Western culture. They're anti-American. They are supported and funded by Marxists. And I see it up close and personal because I work with these people. The the people behind this are the huge unions. It was interesting that you were just talking about the Teamsters. That's a little bit different kind of a union. But But these academic unions are flat out the, the most extreme people you can imagine in the country. They are true, uh, you know, died-in-the-wool Marxists, and they are funding this. I always tell people, look at the bottom of the signs at all these rallies. Don't look at the big language on top that's, you know, basically lying about Israel and about Jews. Look at the bottom. The bottom line in small letters, it'll have the name of a Marxist organization and a, web- and a website very often because the Marxists are funding this. They have so much money, these unions, and they're funded by Marxists. So I'm not surprised at all. But people have to understand, this is, yes, it is anti-Semitism, but it's not really anti-Semitism. That is just the start to it. This is anti-Western culture, anti-America. These are people who want Marxism, truly, truly want it. 
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. So um, this woman graduated. Uh, is she Palestinian? She, no, she was born here. She was, she was born in America. Um, not clear what her background is exactly. I, I, I certainly think there are a lot of questions surrounding what exactly is her background. I, I, it, it, there, are questions. There, there are questions about that. I, I have questions, at least. But she was born in America. Um, you know, but she certainly has some, t- some type of an axe to grind with Jewish people. No question uh, about that. And, and she has a lot of people that believe what she believes because they're able to uh, block bridges and airports, uh, smoke bombs into, bombs into Macy's on a heavily policed New Year's Day. I want you to hear what she said in July of 2021. Cut 36. And everyone cheers. She wants to hear pop, 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 the last thing that some Zionist hears in their lifetime. I, I would rank that as one of the three worst things I've heard over the past couple of years, and that's saying something. Um, I will tell you that I had a conversation with a student who she bullied out at CUNY Law School, and what she told me was fascinating, Brian. And uh, it's, it's not... Go it's ahead, not, tell uh, me. Share it. Uh, she told me that uh, she was in a class with Nerdine Kiswani at CUNY Law School, and Nerdine Kiswani had no interest whatsoever in the material being taught in the class at all and would go off topic talking about her agenda and how, how terrible Israel is and how terrible the Zionists are. And the professors would allow her to do this, and the students would applaud and cheer her on. And that's one of the stories behind why the student felt so bullied, because she didn't feel she even had the power to speak up on the other side, at least to be neutral about it. Um, and so in these classes, they don't really even cover the material, according to this student. They're not even learning the law in these classes. And, and Nadine Kaswani was, can, can, you, can you imagine in a law school, not even in a college, these are law professors, you know, the top of the academic field, and they're allowing this student to control the narrative of their classes. That's what was happening. So why are they bowing down to Nadine Kaswani? It's really interesting, and I think it really deserves, you know, some type of looking into an inquiry. All right. Uh, Sis Fatima Muhammad made news for her uh, offensive commencement address in 2023. Here's a little of it. Uh, cut 39. A self-serving interest of CUNY Central, an institution that continues to fail us, that continues to train and cooperate with the fascist NYPD, the military, that continues to train IDF soldiers to carry out that same violence globally. A larger institution committed to its donors, not to its students. May it be rejoiced in the corners of our New York City bedroom apartments and dining tables. May it be the fuel for the fight against capitalism, racism, imperialism, and Zionism around the world. So that's the commencement address speaker selected out of all the graduates to reflect the, the thoughts of this and the beliefs of the students there. What an embarrassment to the country. Can you believe that you would even think that, let alone give that speech and be selected? Absolutely not. And what's even more shocking, Brian, is that CUNY had a copy of that commencement speech before she gave it. 
I mean, I, I, I've, I've been doing this a long time. I've been there 20 years. CUNY does not allow commencement speech to happen unless the administration reviews it. They reviewed that commencement speech and they saw all those lang all that language and they allowed it to happen. And her calling for rage against capitalists, in that speech she calls for rage against capitalists and Zionists, tells you all you need to know. Rage against yeah. capitalists. And that the relations of, of Fatima to Nardine? So they're, they're buddies. They, they do all these rallies together. Uh, I believe Fatima spoke right after Nardina at the rally two years ago where uh, a Jewish passerby was beaten up shortly afterwards. Um, Fatima, a couple of days ago, uh, made, I think, the worst comments I've ever heard, uh, saying over and over, death, death, death to the Zionists, not only overseas, but here and everywhere. Yeah, in That's fact, we have that. I'll, 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 let, let's listen. Cut 38. We will disturb you today, tomorrow, and every single day. And this is the beginning, but it is the beginning of the end of the genocidal entity known as Israel. So death, death, death to Zionism wherever it exists, whether it is in our neighborhoods or across seas. Death to Zionism every single place it lays its feet. We will not miss to make them comfortable, and that, I promise you, we will not. So follow within our lifetime to make this Zionist entity fall to our feet so that we can stomp on it as it crumbles. What an angry, venomous woman who's got to be an embarrassment to an institution, but yet they're proud of her, obviously. Uh, she speaks for her. She's a, C a CUNY law grad and leading activist. She's not yet a lawyer. She has not. I looked it up. I did not see her on the bar admission page yet. And so if I'm the ABA, I'm watching this very closely. If I'm the New York State bar, I am watching this very closely, calling for death, death, death. She said it over and over again in that speech to Zionists here in America. So I, I listen to that and I say, I, you know, you have to meet when you pass, even if you pass the bar, let's say this woman is intelligent enough to pass the bar, which I, I highly, highly doubt, but let's say she is. And then she has to meet with a character attorney. You have to actually be evaluated for your character to be a member of the bar. And, you know, when I remember that interview when I had it, I was very nervous. You want to come off nicely. And uh, I certainly never said anything like that. And for her to call for death, to people based on their religion, ethnicity, belief systems here, right here. I mean, she should never be a lawyer. And I hope people, and, and, and by the way, CUNY School of Law is under investigation subject to a complaint that my organization brought, Safe Campus, that by adopting and implementing the boycott divestment uh, sanctions uh, resolution and by imp implementing it as policy, they are under state investigation because that violates a New York statute. You're not allowed to have a discriminatory boycott. That, that violates New York law. Mm -hmm. And so they've been under a serious investigation by the New York State Division of Human Rights for over a year has been going on. And again, I asked them to listen to this, listen to what this school graduates, death, death, wow. death to Zionists. Jeff, thank God you're doing this. You're doing the research. And, and now all of a sudden, sadly, it's the major story uh, in, the, in the world, obviously, in many sectors. And that is Israel, uh, the October 7th massacre on them. 
ends up being an elixir for their enemies. And Jeff Lax talks about it. We got to just shut down that Cooney school. Unlike others at Harvard and others, it doesn't seem like they have an alumni that's angry about it, nor do they need it to exist because they're city funded and state funded. Jeff, thank you. Thank you for amplifying it as always, Brian. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.